I know you've been busy lately, man. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll just, yeah, I was trying to be real slick about it. I'm yep. going to stop trying to be slick. <laughs> <laughs> just try, you're trying to just too hard. <sighs> I try too hard sometimes, Josh. It's just the way it is. Cause <laughs> I just, I try too hard sometimes cause I really just want it to go well. And I don't ever take a break sometimes until like I'm forced to take a break. Right. I wish, you know, self-care for me, I think as I get older, the more I realize like I need it and it's not actually like a nicety. It's actually like a necessity. It's a necessity. It's something you need. You know, like the the model of self-care is like a wellness model. It's like a proactive thing to, to like take care of yourself, which is kind of like, there's people that do it. I do it as much as I can. I've gotten better at it. I'm by no means perfect, but a lot of people like only do something for themselves after like it's hit the fan. Right. And they only do something when, like you said, it hits the fan. They're forced to do it. So how do you get to that point where you learn, you know, to do something for yourself before you're forced? Right. So, uh, unforced self-care, uh, to (laughs) something, uh, we'll think of a clever title. Yeah. Yeah, we're because we're we're good like that, right? Yeah, I think we will. So, so let okay. Go ahead. No, you. Do. All right, all right, everybody. Let's launch out onto the loop and discuss this today on Curiosity Continuum. And now we're thinking of a clever yeah, title. Yeah, because we're discussing this now. <laughs> we're discussing. <laughs> so it, it's really more like, um, um, I guess, proactive self-care, but also I, I, probably like you know the prevention of barnacles. Sure. <laughs> prevention of life barnacles. The prevention of life barnacles today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey, everybody. This is Brian. And this is Josh. Thanks today for joining us on Curiosity Continuum. And for those of you that don't know what we are or who we are, and you're tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world. We share conversations with you that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics, something that everybody can contribute to. If you want to receive updates when new content is available, Please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive notifications when there is something new for you to listen to. We appreciate everybody that listens to us for engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with you and your friends as we explore topics together. You can find us on curiositycontinuum.com and our social media accounts. So jump on, take a look, talk to us. We'll talk to you. Uh, We value you guys and gals. So thanks so much. So... We came up with this clever title, which you probably heard over the awesome theme song. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it's really like the, the prevention of life barnacles. And this is really like a self-care episode about how you actually do it. So um, long before I had glasses in my life, Josh the Grew had glasses. Uh, he's... <laughs> he, I, <laughs> the state of his glasses is always some state of... I can't believe that you can actually see through these things, Josh, still. Yeah, I mean, over the years, you know, I mean, I do clean my glasses once daily, at least. It just says, you just don't notice it because I do it right when I get home from work or right away in the morning or sometimes both. (laughs) 
But I don't think I've seen you clean your glasses once a day ever in our friendship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do do it, but you know, just when not people are around, it's kind of like um, I don't know what it is though. Matter. Like, I don't mind if my glasses are a little dirty. I think that's weird. Um, I know people like Brian was a freak about cleaning his glasses, so he was oh, man, always yes. cleaning them. I mean, he's such a freak. He got a laser beam shot into his eyeball to uh, so he doesn't Frickin need lasers. glasses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need them. And I'm grateful, which by the way, if you ever need somebody to do a LASIK surgery on you, uh, Dr. Ming Wang is the world leader in, uh, you know, LASIK procedures. He's in like over 55,000 procedures. And so, uh, he did my eyes and love the result. And he has not paid me to say this at all, <laughs> but it has really been life changing to be able to like wake up in the morning and see it's really, really cool. Sure. So anyway, now I always could on a personal note, I can see without my glasses, just not very well. So <laughs> I see things generally But we were talking about this saying. This is how it's got us on the self-care You're just kind of like going to wrap this right around here That um, I think it's been like eight years since I went to get my uh, uh, You can get an eye, eye exam done And I finally scheduled one for next week And I thought to myself Why did I wait so long to do that? It was something that every time I went by the store Or went to a store and saw a you know a like a glass you know an optometrist's place i was like i gotta do that but why did it take so long to do that and i've came up with the idea the reason why is because i had to do it because now there's very little difference when i have my glasses on than when i have them off <laughs> so <laughs> i'm starting to get to the age where i think I, my eyes actually changed again so now i'm like okay yeah. i need to i need to get i need to get that taken care of <laughs> <laughs> this is mark this moment in time where I do this. I do it too. Everybody does it. They, if it, even if like you're a very like wellness minded individual, every kind of thing, there's always something that's like you have neglected in yourself. Yeah, you know, to some extent. And really, like when you start to break down how much time self care actually takes in your life, it's actually not that much. In the tyranny of the urgent of the day or some other thing, it feels like such an inconvenience to do it, and. It, if you are, um, you know, one that really likes to, to, you know, press into something and work really hard and do something, it's really easy to go like, man, I'm just going to keep swinging the ax. Right. But just like the old like lumberjack thing, it's like the, the young, the young lumberjack who didn't sharpen the ax, you know, just kept swinging away because they were powerful. And the, the wise lumberjack actually stopped to sharpen the ax. And that's what actually got them through. I know that, you know, even though I may look like I did back in high school, <clears throat> which my wife says I don't anymore, so that's okay. <laughs> you know, I've, I've come to terms with that. But it's like, Josh, I, I'm amazed that like we didn't actually like kill ourselves by the amount of fast food and other things that we right. ate and consumed. And just because your body's young and it can handle it. And there's a certain point where it's like going, eh, uh-uh, nope, ain't going to do that anymore. Or like, I need some help on stuff. Right. And I think, um, so we're, I'm trying to... F- I'm trying to think about this myself a little bit. Why do we take so long to help ourselves? Like with like especially with medical stuff or like a diet. Why do we wait until, you know, you're overweight or why do we wait until you have the high cholesterol or you can't see very well before going? Why don't we just do it? Some of it is might be a fear-based thing like, you know, as long as I don't know anything's wrong, I'm just going to pretend like it's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we also know too, like when faced with some sometimes terminal diseases and you feel fine until a moment you don't. And all of a sudden it's like, well, how did this get to this point? It's like you, there was like no indicator for it. 
Sometimes we just only take how we feel to be fact. And that's the whole, probably a whole other conversation with that too. I mean, like those indicators, like you can have a good gauge in your body, but it doesn't mean that that's actually the reality of what's going on. Some of it too is like, I don't want to have to, to spend money on something, you know? Some right. people are like, oh no, spend money on myself and, and they're totally happy with it. But other people well, are going like, you know, that's really not the best use of this right now. Well, I think sometimes too, uh, we have to maybe define spending money on yourself. I think some people be like, ah, I'll just go buy this want that I don't really need. You know, so I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to go buy this movie or going to go out to eat when I could have gone and got my eyes examined. <laughs> it's the it's the non-glamorous part of life, I think. And it's kind of yeah. like the it's part of getting older, too, and part of living that you have to take care of yourself. I always I kind of joke around with a lot of people I know, you know, they're like, oh, I'm retired. I said, oh, are you really retired? Or are you just kind of like taking care of yourself now full time? Because as you get older. Taking care of yourself is like your full-time job. Yeah. And and go ahead, Brian. You can't just let things you can't let things skate. No. And I think um when I turned 40, I realized that more. I I realized it before that, but when I actually was in I'm in my 40s now and, and Brian is as, as well, you notice stuff. You notice that you need to take care of something because if you don't, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like in my thirties yep. when I, st- I couldn't, I started like raw onions were starting to give me problems at a certain time in the evening, you know, I'm like, okay, I just don't do that. <laughs> and now I'm doing this and you gotta do that. You got it. You have to adjust. Yeah. And look at my overall, like what I consume and everything, at least every, I mean constantly, but like a major evaluation, probably every two to three years now. Right. Just to go like, man, what is something that's just become my little habit that I got to kind of like weed out of the situation right now. And that's like, because like my body responds differently than it did, you know, and that's okay. See, I think some folks like th- they want to hang on to what was versus like just embracing the journey where you are. Th- that takes a lot of, it takes a lot of, I'll say courage. It sounds really funny, but it's like some people are really uncomfortable with where they are in their life, whether right. it's professionally or personally. And so it's like, well, if I get glasses, that means that I'm getting old. Like Sabrina, my wife got glasses and she resisted for a long time because she had like eye strain and she got him. She goes, oh my gosh, these do make a difference. You right. know, and she, it, she, for her, she had never had glasses in her life. And so after I got my eyes lasered, it's like she had, <laughs> she went and had got glasses. You know, my son was a little bit vocal about it too at the doctor's office. He was saying like, they only want you in glasses because they want to make money off your prescription. <laughs> I'm like, I, like son, you maybe don't want to say that loud. Not at the, the, doc- the, at, at the eye doctor. Eye doctor yeah. <laughs> There's um, sometimes I think we get so busy. It feels like I can't fit one more thing in. I just can't. I'm not going to. Because it's not the most urgent thing. There's a lot of, I think, a lot of coaches out there, like for executive coaching or personal coaches or whatever, that say that, you know, it's not just taking care of the things that like demand your time. Like, oh, this is like the the to-do list. It's more of like, what is your purpose for the day? You know, like what's your purpose for your life? And that's going to help inform like how you take care of yourself. You know, like I got these three most important things done or I got this crap ton of 20 things off my list that really didn't have anything to do with doing something important that day, you know? Right. And we don't classify it because like, there's not like, there's nothing like, like you said, there's nothing like sexy about going to the eye doctor after eight years. And no, and then having to admit to the eye doctor, because they're like, Oh, you're not even in our system. You know, because they threw those records (laughs) out. 
know? Yeah, when they still had paper, you know? I was like, exactly. oh, yeah. I'm like, I know, you know? I might say something like, I just moved, and I moved five years ago, but I'll be like, I just moved, <laughs> you know? I just, I just moved my carcass from the car to this eye doctor yeah. <laughs> to get something checked out. But there was a lady I met quasi recently, and she's like a friend's mom, and she is... And I, she's an, she's an optometrist. So speaking of that, and she's always worn sunglasses for her entire life because she's cared for her eyes. And so she's now at the age where, like, she has no problems with her eyes. And she's an eye doctor, but she said the reason why is because I was always making sure that I was very aware of like how much was ultraviolet light was hitting my eyeballs and stuff like right. that. You know, because she saw the cases of where you get to a certain age and you don't do that, and now you have problems. You have cataracts. You got other things going on. And so she's like, well, I'm gonna take the step to wear sunglasses all the time and do that kind of thing. Sometimes I think we want to feel, especially when we're younger, like we're more invincible than we really are. Right. I know I did. No, I didn't help anything. No, I know. I mean, I think we <laughs> thought that, I think everybody thinks that because you don't think you're going to get sick. You don't think you're going to ever get old. And when you look at someone older, you're like, I'm never going to be like that person. And it's usually your parents and you're looking at them and you're going, I'm never going to be like that person. And then one day you look up and you get up in the mirror and you're like, you know, I'm just like my dad or I'm just like my mom or at least <laughs> yeah. part of you is like them. You kind of get, you yeah. you really do realize it at one point. It's either kind of depressing or it's kind of, and I don't think it has to be, you know? No. And I think a lot of people are, they're like, oh, I'm just like my parents. Well, are you really not? But you might be, yeah. you know, and, and hopefully you're the good part. Or at least if you're not the good, like you've learned, there are some things you learn from parents because like, I don't want to be like that. Right. You know, it's like, I'd rather be like this and you make that decision. It, parents can be an interesting picture also if you, if you, your parents are still on the earth or whatever it is, because like you can kind of look to go like, now if I made similar choices, if I didn't care for myself this way, if I did this rather than this, is that my future? And that's a good question to ask. And it doesn't mean that it's a foregone conclusion. It has to be. Right. It means that you now, at this time in your life, where you are, you can make a change. And it's never too late. It's never too Like, you hear these examples of people, like, they started working out, like, in their 70s. Yeah. You know, and they say, like, I'm, I'm in better shape now, like, closer to 80 than well, I was back when I was, like, 40 years we'll old. Well, take an example, like, uh, Joe Piscopo. He's a he's a an actor and comedian, um, you know, from the 70s and 80s, he didn't really even start working out at a gym until he was in his mid to late 30s. And now he's like, he's like a pretty well-built older guy, you know, but he's in good shape. So it is true that it's never too late. Don't ever think like, I'm not going to do that because I'm too, I missed it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's never too late to make your future better. Yeah. With your choices. And, you know. Start today. Start now for the low, low price of fourteen ninety nine. You too can. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> ninety nine cents and then one dollar a month or whatever it is, or fourteen dollars exactly. a month. So, Josh, let's let's wrap this up and think about like the major challenge because obviously you didn't get to where you were overnight, but you can start to do things now. So, like, tell what would you issue as a challenge to the listeners today? I would issue as a challenge. Think about two to three things in your life that you can do for yourself. To better yourself, either it's a physical, a mental, or, um, you know, a financial thing. And think about it. You know, if is that something you really want to do? Is that something you can easily change? Or do you want to change it? But I would say. 
start making those judgment calls now. Yeah, because I mean, you got to start small. You got to start somewhere. Because those little things add up in the end, and they really right. do. So, anyway, let's put a comma here, Josh. What do you think? It's a good idea. All right. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.